Everyone said, okay, let's do a show like that. So when FX decided to get into this business, they basically did The Sopranos as a cop show with The Shield. Well, Sopranos really was the game changer. You write that it rewrote the rules and it made TV a better, happier place for thinking viewers. What all did The Sopranos do to rewrite the rules? Um, Here was the show that was weirdly all things to all people, even though it wasn't designed to be. So if you just went in wanting a mob show, you could get that. If you went in wanting a complex psychological drama, you could get that. If you wanted family drama, you could get that. So it had all of these different elements to it, all of which were being done at an extraordinarily high level by by David Chase, the creator, by all of these actors, the late James Gandolfini, Edie Falco, everybody else. Is there a single episode or, or even a moment, a scene in Sopranos that for you really exemplifies what's different about it, what it did differently? Yeah, the, the fifth episode, College, of the first season where Tony takes his daughter on a tour of, of New England colleges that she might go to, and in the middle of it, he spots this you know rat who went into witness protection and decides he has to kill him now to punish him. And so it's he, on the one hand, he's trying to be a father, and on the other hand, you witness him strangle a man to death with his bare hands, who was not a threat to him. This isn't self-defense. This is just mob retribution, and that was the moment where you knew This was a show that had the courage of its convictions. It wasn't going to flinch at who this guy was or what this world was like. Come on in, rat. Who are you? What is this? Don't make me laugh. You're pimp. Teddy, there must be something we could do. Tony, you know how much trouble you're in now? You took an oath and you broke it. I could have killed you last night outside the motel. Your daughter was drunk, remember? I was there in the parking lot. I had a gun, but I didn't do it. Because of how I told myself. It's just a coincidence. He's taking his little girl to college. You know, one thing about us wise guys, the hustle never ends. You shot me at that motel, your life would have been flushed on a piece of dude. Please, honey, I'm begging. And it was also going to blend in what's going on with him trying to be a father and trying to be a good person, even though he is another monster. Has the portrayal of women characters gotten as nuanced and complex as the portrayal of, you know, the, the male antihero? Uh, Definitely not. That is by far the area in which TV could stand to improve the most. And there have been some isolated instances. There was the Glenn Close uh, evil lawyer character on Mm -hmm. Damages. There was Claire Danes for the first couple of years on Homeland, although I think they ultimately pushed that character too far. Uh, Laura Dern on this great HBO show that nobody watched called Enlightened was just wonderfully prickly and, you know, really pushed a lot of buttons. And now a a lot of the women on Orange is the New Black, Carrie Russell on The American. So we're starting to move into that area. But a lot more work needs to be done. So a lot of the shows that we're talking about are set post 9-11. And I wonder, do you think, is that just coincidence? Or is there something about television and 9-11 coming together that is responsible for some of these shows? No, I think that's definitely the case. I think the national worldview changed. We became more scared as a people. We became more concerned about the future. You know, we became the first generation where we didn't, we weren't guaranteed to do better than our parents had done before us. Uh, And all of that filters down into these shows, even something like The Sopranos, which had been on the air and aired three seasons before The Towers fell. You know, that impact is felt very much in the later seasons, whether they're talking about terrorism or not. I mean, I've always said that the best TV show about 9-11 is Battlestar Galactica. I mean, this is a show with spaceships and robots and, you know, sexy women in slinky red dresses. And that is a show that is 100% about 9-11 and the war on terror and everything that happened afterwards. And it just uses it the way great sci-fi does as an allegory. So it definitely 
filters into all of these unexpected kinds of stories. Wait, for example? Um, you know, there, there are suicide bombings. You know, there's a memorial wall after the bulk of humanity is killed off that looks absolutely like the sort of things I saw all the time in Lower Manhattan in the weeks after, after the towers came down. There's a lot of talk about religious fundamentalism, about, you know, religious differences driving a lot of the tension that goes on. The bombings... They got the Cylons' attention. They really got their attention, and I am not giving that up. We are talking about people blowing themselves up. You know, I've sent men on suicide missions in two wars now, and let me tell you something. It don't make a God's damn bit of difference whether they're riding in a Viper or walking out onto a parade ground. In the end, they're just as dead. You know, people have been saying lately, you know, this little line is TV, the new novel. I've even talked with novelists who've said TV is the new novel. But I can imagine you might think those comparisons actually shortchanged.